Good morning. I'm Dorinda Trick, and this is this week's edition of Nurtured to Love, a weekly look at how God made us, spirit, soul, and body, and what difference it makes, how you can discover who you truly are and your divine purpose for living when you know who you are in your spirit. Welcome, everybody. Today's session is number four from the book entitled In Spirit and Truth, Discover Your True Identity in God. And today's lesson, the specific title is The Sky is the Limit. So listen with your spirits to what God has for us today. Partnering with God is something I never thought possible until I did the Bible study Experiencing God by Henry Blackaby and Claude King. And this was many, many years ago. I was a baby believer at 38 years old. It was about 1998. Uh, Henry Blackaby and Claude King teach in this study called Experiencing God, which many of you may be familiar with. He te- they teach that God invites us to join him in his work. And at the time, which again was about 20 more, more than 20 years ago, right, I was a baby Christian, and my thinking was really very simple. That that was for the super spiritual saints, not somebody like me, right? Never would I have considered I could be in partnership with Almighty God. Now I understand things a little differently. To think that you can partner with God is certainly a God-sized thought. Now I know that it's not only possible, but that God longs to partner with us. And thinking this big comes from your spirit not your soul. When I heard it, my spirit was very small. I could not fathom how it would all work out. Today, as I teach this course on the human spirit, I understand that before you can even believe this outstanding or astounding truth, and it is outstanding as well, this astounding truth, your spirit has got to be big enough to think it. Your soul, which tends toward fearful negativity, will try to talk you out of God-sized thoughts every time. But don't let it. You may be saying, how? All my life I've lived by my soul and I don't even know my own spirit. Where do I begin? Before we begin. I couldn't stand before you today and say what I have said if I hadn't been there myself. And the one thing I will say and keep on saying until my time is done is this. You can grow your spirit because Almighty God is on your side to do it. Never before have we faced a time when it is so critical to be big and strong in spirit. Think of it. The early church, the disciples, were just hicks from Galilee with no worldly legitimacy at all. But they had the spiritual strength to stand up to the Sanhedrin, kind of like standing before the House and the Senate of our day, right? There there they asserted that these so-called holy men had crucified the Son of God. Today, we need men and women who are willing to stand up for the righteousness of God and say what needs to be said in our culture a spiritual partnership. Partnering with God is called spiritual dominion. It's something God designed us to do. Take note, it is a spiritual transaction. 
You have absolute legitimacy to do this because you are made in the image of God, and when He made you, He judged you good. Partnering spirit to spirit with you is the way He wants to release His redeeming power on earth. Listen with your spirit. Familiar verses now take on new meaning as, again, you read them with your spirit or listen with your spirit to Ephesians 2.10 and Ephesians 3.10. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. God made your spirit and the Holy Spirit to work together to release His goodness and glory in the world. God is simply not going to deal with your soul on this level. Now let's take a closer look at this partnership between our spirit and the Spirit of Almighty God. We're going to look at different dimensions, different characteristics or features of our Spirit and Holy Spirit, how they are alike uh, in both function and nature. So let's look at some of these similarities, these characteristics. First, we'll look at the dimension of light, not dark. Your Spirit is a mirror image of the Holy Spirit both in nature and function. The Holy Spirit is all light, and your spirit, your essence, is a portion of the light of God. See 1 John 1, 5, Proverbs 20, 27, Matthew 5, 16, Numbers 6, 24 through 26, Psalm 36, verse 9, Psalm 44, verse 3. Psalm 89, verse 15, Job 18, 5, Psalm 18, 28, Psalm 38, 10, Isaiah 58, 8, Isaiah 58, 10, Isaiah 60, verses 1 through 3. The next dimension we'll look at in this partnership between our spirit and the spirit of God is that we are made, again, in alike in nature and in function when it comes to being active, not passive, life, not death. The Holy Spirit is a very active person whose primary job is to communicate life to us. John 6.63 states, the spirit gives life, the flesh counts for nothing. Your spirit is made to receive life from the Holy Spirit and feed life back to your soul and body. You may feel down about yourself and your circumstances, but your spirit can will you to worship God. Who do you think was speaking to his soul when King David said, Praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Psalm 103 verse 1. That was King David's spirit. Another dimension that we need to look at in the similarity between our spirit and the spirit of the Lord is the uh, area of truth, not emotion. Your spirit is made to witness to the truth, not emotion, to know that you are a child of God. 
The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Romans 8.16 It is through the work of the Holy Spirit that Jesus comes to make His home in our hearts, our spirits. The Holy Spirit points our way to the way, the truth, and the life, John 4.16, in every situation. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. John 8.32 Another dimension we're going to look at here is the dimension of spiritually penetrating every situation. We all know the scripture that says we live and move and have our being in Him. That's Acts 17 verse 28. But I challenge you to see this from the standpoint of your spirit. Remember, God made you a spiritual being first, 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 and 24, and your spirit is made to touch the spirits of other people. Jesus lived this way. He met people spiritually first. He didn't care if he was politically or socially correct. He read situations spiritually. One example is his encounter with the Samaritan woman. We all know that story quite well. He told her, as we'll remember, right, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. And that's John 4.10. Another example is Jesus' behavior toward the man who had been an invalid for 38 years when Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? That was John chapter 5, verse 6. You know, these statements seem rude, almost wrong, but they are not. They are examples of the penetrating nature of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the living Spirit who is our Lord. Would you believe you have a portion of His spiritual nature inside you? (laughs) Listen with your spirit to God's Word for you. This is 2 Peter 1, verses 3-4. to His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He has given us His very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. We are given everything we need before we are even born. Regardless of how we may have suffered at the hands of others or how we may have sinned against them, God has given us what we need to be overcomers, victors. We can take the negative parts of our heritage and triumph over them to walk in the beauty of all that He has placed within us. God made our spirit beautiful and beloved. As we learn more about our spiritual identity in our next session, We will see that we really do have everything we need for life and godliness. The key is that we receive what we need through our knowledge of Him who called us. And this knowledge is found in our spiritual identity in Him. Your potential. The sky is the limit. At the end of my second book, Witness to the Truth, I shared lyrics from a song entitled Fly, written by friend and singer-songwriter Ronnie Freeman. The song speaks of chains being broken and prison doors flown wide open because love has crushed them. God absolutely uses ministers and spiritual authority to speak into your life, 
and give you direction in following His will. But I believe God is ready to have a more intimate and dynamic relationship with you. I believe there are some things He wants to say to you Himself. His heart aches for you to realize your potential in Him. He deposited it in your spirit before you were born, and it is just waiting to be released. When you come to understand and accept what this is and walk in it, the sky truly is the limit. All right, we've just finished session four in the book In Spirit and Truth. The session entitled The Sky is the Limit, and it really is, folks. I'm Dorinda Trick. Join me each week as we explore the beauty of redemptive design God has deposited in each one of our own spirits. Be blessed. Take care. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.